Hi and welcome to the latest and greatest of your very favorite, in fact, world-renowned, internationally fucking renowned favorite podcast. Uh, the reason why I say that is because uh, I didn't know, but there is there's a number of like apps and stuff out there that just kind of rip off other platforms for podcasts, and I didn't realize that my podcast was just blasted all over the internet and all these other things, and so as a result... It's been featured in certain little areas. Like on one website, it was like number 10 in sexuality. I was like, what is this website? This must be a thing, but I didn't realize this. So I want you to do me a favor. If you're a fan of the Honest Modern Dating Podcast with motherfucking Harvey Hook, uh, what I would love for you to do is just send me an email, harvey at gettinghook.com. Let me know uh, a a platform that you listen to it on. I know some people like to listen to the, these live um, and some people listen to podcasts on YouTube which is funny because it's a video platform. I frankly, just as a little heads up about uh, how I run my my stuff, some people are the kind of people when they're running their business, they'll do, for example, a weekly Q&A. And what they'll do in that Q&A is and they'll take the audio and that'll be a podcast and that'll be the video and that'll be everything. I personally like every platform to have a slightly different feel or a different thing. Right now, I don't really use Twitter that much, so it's kind of like my shotgun for everything else. But if you go on Instagram to Facebook to this podcast to my YouTube channel, uh, Instagram TV is soon going to be getting its own content in September-ish. I've got a new show planned exclusively for Instagram TV. But uh, it's going to be really funny. Um, and so... Uh, yeah, so I really like every platform to be a little bit separate. So it's really interesting that I didn't necessarily understand that uh, on um, for the podcast, it was really shotgunned all over these other platforms. So please let me know. Anyway, welcome to the latest and greatest of the Modern Dating Podcast. This podcast was originally meant to be called Creating Conscious Relationships. And I, honestly, we pushed that aside because I, the last minute, decided I wanted to do something a little bit better. And um, this one is about being taken seriously in your love life. Because this is something that I've started to notice happen with you guys. And it's it's painful because I've been there myself. Now let's just let's just like throw this out there. Have you ever been in a situation where you've been interested in someone? You've been interested in someone, and as a result, you know, you've organized a date. And it's all going oh so well, and you're just so excited. It's gonna you're gonna really connect. You're gonna have a great night. Maybe you're not really as thinking as heavily as this, but you're looking forward to it, only to have that person just disappear, or that person just text you last minute, hey, I'm not coming, or not even tell you. That shit is painful. I've been there myself. Have you ever been in a situation where you've been interested in someone and you haven't even gotten to the date yet and then they fucking disappeared? Now, this is why I'm talking about being taken seriously in love because I want you to recognize that the only reason why people do this, this is not a man thing, this is not a woman thing, this is a human fucking nature thing. This is a how we've been programmed thing. The only reason why this happens is because that person wasn't taking you seriously or they just didn't want what you want. Now, if it's a matter of they didn't want what you want, that's good. Tell it to, you know, that's great. You, like, why, why try and date someone who doesn't want what you want? That's just a fucking uphill battle that you're just going to make things worse. But on the other hand, if the person's not taking you seriously, you're, you're doing multiple things. The first thing is you're 
damaging a potential relationship. You know, you're you're potentially going to see someone and it could have gone really well, but they just didn't take you seriously. So they never showed up or they just were like, oh, this person's just playing around or anything like that. But the worst thing what this does is this damages your fucking confidence. Because the first time this happens and you let it happen, then the second time it happens, then you, you sort of start to go, okay, maybe this is them. Then the third or fourth or fifth time this happens, you start to think this is something's wrong with me. And I'm not saying that this is you. You know, I'm not accusing you of anything specifically. I don't know you. This is a podcast in, face, in, in case you didn't fucking know this. It's an audio. This is a pre-recording as much as I do live stream this and all this kind of crap. But sometimes we let life boil us. You know, if you've ever heard the phrase, boil a frog. How do you boil a frog? You don't fucking chuck it into hot water because when you chuck it into hot water or you throw it in to hot water, it knows. It's like, hey, this, is, this is hot water. I don't want to be here. But if you throw a frog, a metaphorical frog, I'm not saying literally throw a fucking frog in boiling water, but if you throw a metaphorical frog into some metaphorical cold water and you metaphorically turn up the heat, what happens is, is that this frog will not notice the temperature change. And so this is what I find most people do. They don't notice the fucking temperature change in their own life. And as a result, they sort of let these situations happen. They let, they let, they let, they let, they let, and then suddenly it's like they're being boiled alive. I would attribute this to our thoughts creating actions, right? Uh, It's like you have a thought, right? You're like, I just got to get out there and I got to meet people, you know? It's a good thought. But then sometimes it leads us astray. It's the same thing. It's like, I just got to jump out of an airplane without a parachute. Only then some way, halfway through as you're falling to the ground, you sort of realized you needed a parachute the entire time. So in this podcast, I'm going to be talking about how to be taken a bit seriously. So that way you can have a parachute, but also a way that is out of love. Because you know me, I'm a fucking giver, I'm a lover, I'm all these kinds of things. And so it's really important to sort of recognize that when you recognize who you are, that's a really powerful thing, but it's really important to recognize these kinds of people and these kinds of situations. So that way you can move forward and you can kind of navigate the, 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 the realm of dating in peace. Because if you don't navigate it in peace, if you kind of damage your emotional state or if you let other people damage your emotional state, you're basically fucking nailing, putting nails in the coffin of your confidence. And once your confidence is gone, well, then that's where I'm here to fucking mop up the mess. That's where, you know, you need an external realm. It's really interesting because I, my, the foundation of my work has transformed into what I call identity work. It's, called, it's crystallized into identity work, where what we do is we really create an indestructible foundation of who and what you are. And it's almost like you're incapable of being rejected, incapable of being hurt. And when that happens, it's not that you don't get rejected. It's not that you don't get hurt. It's just that it's just like bullets off your fucking armor. Not because you put walls up, but because you're strong enough to handle it. So this is the kind of stuff that when we do identity work, you sort of recognize automatically. But for the purposes of this podcast, I'm going to be revealing some things. So let's talk about it. I'm going to introduce you to now that there are three kinds of people that you're going to meet. Now, obviously we're talking about dating, but there is nothing wrong with you applying this to say business, neither you applying this to say friendship, that you applying this to say even family, anything, any uh, conscious being that you can have a relationship with, 
right, is there is going to be three kinds of people that you encounter. Now, in the past, I've talked about the three categories of men and all this kind of stuff, but this is a human thing, so it's really important to recognize it as a human thing. So those three kinds of people are going to be the people that just aren't keen, the people that are keen to meet you, and then there's those who make time for you, right? And so I want you to recognize this because this has been a huge epiphany that I've had recently, especially working with some clients. And if you're the people that I've spoken this about with too, you're going to know who you are. But let's talk about these three categories. First, you have the category of those people who aren't keen. Now, there are some people out there who think it's their job to convince other people to like them. If you're this kind of person, you're almost exclusively going to be looking at those people that aren't keen. Why? Because you're, you literally cannot see these other categories. This is what I call the dimensional shift. It's like you're in your dimension, you're in your vibration, you're in your place where you can only physically perceive these people. A really good example, right, was when I was touring in 2015, and I just happened to be single and ready to mingle at the time. I was a fucking train wreck when it came to recognizing these categories, You know, it was really cool. I could help other people recognize these categories. But when it came to myself, I'm being really honest here, uh, I had it in my fucking right mind that it was my job to make people like me. You know, I'd never told that to anyone else, but in my mind, welcome to Harvey's Confessions. Um, And so I'm telling you this story because I want you to recognize that even in, in this example of how I was, Right, I would, I, I would be in like a like I'd be in a, a city for like a month or a week, and I was single and ready to mingle, and I just wanted to meet people, right? So I'd go to a bar, and, and naturally, me being me, people just gravitate towards me, and we just have a chat and things like that. And then there'd be people who were like, "Hey, we should hang out. We should do something." Like, I know you're not here for long, but let's let's um let's catch up. And you better believe that in this situation, every single time, I always chose the person who was not that keen in me. Because I thought it was my job to convince people to like me. Why would I even go out with these other people? They already like me. But that's what some people do. You know, you can talk about it love language. I talk about it how you recognize love. Some people perceive that it's their job to do something. It's their job. They have to put the burden on their shoulders. And so as a result, what tends to happen is most people, right, most people who are in this situation, they will completely ignore the other two categories. They'll completely ignore it and they go, oh my God, this is just never working out. I can't believe that this is just how it is. And it's a bit ridiculous. They go, but no one's ever interested in me, back. It's because anyone who's interested in you, you just don't notice them. This is a common thing I see in people, a common fucking thing, not just in myself, in the past, but with other people. Because what will happen is with those people who, who just recognize those people that just aren't keen, they will be the ones, and maybe you're like this, maybe you're not. They'll be the ones who will say things like, every time I like someone, they don't like me back. And every time someone likes me, I don't seem to like them. It's because it's called conditioning. You've been conditioned to, to chase. It's like your condition. It's your job to make people like you. Why? Probably you've been somewhere, childhood, who gives a crap? I'm not your therapist, I'm your fucking dating coach, so treat me like that. So the second category is those people who are keen to meet you, right? They're keen to meet you, but I'm going to argue that that is still, capital B, rhymes with bullshit, bullshit. And the reason why I'm saying that is because there are those people who make time for you. They are keen, 
but they're just not that keen. Someone who's keen to meet you, right? They're like, hey, let's catch up. It's a blurry category. And that's why we put it as its own category. Those people who are keen to meet you are sort of blurry. They're the people that might show up, might not show up, might not be interested. They might be interested. They're keen. They're the people who give you their number or they we ex- you exchange numbers and you're like, yeah, this is going really well. And then you get disheartened. Now, the problem with this category, right? The problem is this category is it then disheartens you about fucking dating in general. Because then you're you're the kind of person who goes, yeah, but every time I want someone and they seem to like me, they just seem to pull away. And isn't that painful? Doesn't that kill your confidence? Doesn't that put you in a situation where you sort of think and start to have these crazy realizations? You make realization, a thought that becomes real. Doesn't mean that it is real, but it's a thought that becomes real. So you have a realization that there must be something wrong with you, something wrong with people, something wrong with modern dating, something wrong with your city, something wrong with the entire other half of the population, the entire other gender, uh, something wrong with your face, something wrong with your genetics, something wrong with how you act, and then you start to point fingers. And when you point fingers, the worst place it can be is so you start pointing it at yourself. And when you start pointing it at yourself, then you start to bury your confidence and you start to do something that's even worse. You fracture your identity. You fracture your identity. You start to become different things, different people. You try different things out. All of these things that aren't you. Now, I'm here as your coach at the very core of the things. I need to recognize that you feel that it is you who is okay. If you can't do that, that's what we work on. We don't even touch the what to do, the what to say when we're working together. We don't even touch that because if I can't, if you're not at a point and I need to bring you to that point as your coach, if you're not in a situation where you recognize that you are enough, that who you are is, is a beautiful person, that there is, it's about creating a solidarity in your identity, right? And it's so funny. I used to, my identity work, I just used to do it willy nilly with people and they don't even realize what hit them. They're just like, oh, everything is suddenly fixed and my life is great now. Thank you. And they will just disappear. I'm like, but it's like, you don't even know what we did. And so I really want it to be really conscious with people when I'm working with people for them to recognize that I, I not only teach you the process, but I teach you how to do the process because I want you to make it sustainable in yourself. It's great. I've got a breakthrough, but then something goes wrong and then you're not fully quite sure how to get yourself back there. And then that's when people come crawling back. And I'm like, you see, you should have just waited an extra week or some shit like that. Anyway, um, so there's those people who are keen. Now, as we said before, that keen category is very blurry. It's very blurry. If you're dealing with people who are keen, then that's where you're playing a fucking dart game. And the dartboard is moving. You're like, I like this person. I'm going to chuck a dart and you throw it and the fucking dartboard misses, and then it's frustrating. So we want to, we want to, those first two categories, those people who are keen, and those people that aren't keen, let's fuck them off. They, they're in the same category together. Those people that just aren't worth your time. Now remember, the whole point of this podcast, how to be taken seriously in love. And the key is, the key is to take your time seriously. Now, let's just assume just before I introduce the third category, let's just assume that you're a giving person. 
but you're a kind of person that likes to give. You're the kind of person who likes to give and give back. Now, some people give, 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 give because they're incapable of receiving. And that's okay. If you like to be incapable of receiving, sometimes there are reasons. You know, some people have to be strong because they've got other people around them who need them to be. So they evolve. But here's the interesting thing. I'm going to argue when it comes to modern dating, that is modern fucking Tinder dating, Tinder, buzz, internet, texting, Snapchat, Facebook, inhuman contact and human contact, that this third category is the category you want to look for. And this third category is the category that most people are afraid of. And this third category is the category that you're going to find love. And this third category is the category that when you appreciate this category, when you start here, you'll eventually learn how to connect with those people who are just keen. And then you'll do something crazy. You'll learn how to connect with those people that aren't keen. But we don't start there because some people are really hell-bent. There are some people who become obsessed with dating and obsessed with themselves, like that for its sake. And for those people, my recommendation is talk to me. I'll train you how to become a coach. That's the thing. If you're obsessed with it, fucking learn about it. But for those people who want to learn how it works in general, and I really think it's worth paying attention to how love works in general. Because when you understand how it works in general, you understand the bigger picture. This is what my clients often say. They go, I understand the bigger picture now. And then they understand, when they understand the whole big picture, they can understand how their specific situation fits within that new and amazing paradigm. That's the interesting thing, paradigm shift. So what is this third category? This third category is so profound, it's so scary. It's so already there that we've all, most people miss this category. It's those people who make time for you. But imagine it now. There's someone who makes time for you. What do they want? Why are they making time for me? Why are they making them so, so available to me? Well, here's the thing. There are two kinds of people in this category. This Now we get to subcategories. Um, but there are two kinds of people in this category. Those people who make time for you because they want you. And then there are those people who make time for you because they need you. Now, you'll be able to tell. Generally, when you, when you spend time with people that need you, you'll feel drained afterwards. And that's where, it's time, where it becomes a place where you don't really feel nourished. But if someone makes time for you and they want you and they spend and you spend time with them and you feel energized as a result, that's a sign that they don't need you for their fucking existence in the same way that you don't necessarily want to drain energy from other people. But this is the interesting category that I want you to recognize is that most people go along and they just go, but someone who's making time for me, they want something, they're up to something, yeah. There must be, this must be something wrong. Or we're so used to making time for other people that we're not used to making time for ourselves or for ourselves or we're having other people make time for us you know so that's the interesting thing when you are looking at this category you look to what you already have not what you want to have that's the same thing when i'm coaching you i don't look at you like you're broken i look at you like you already are where you want to be that you're completely whole completely fixed 
as some of you guys might say. And that is where the profound change happens. But then there are some people who thinks they look at themselves like they're broken or they look at other people like they're broken or they look at their dating life like they're broken. I, I even messaged someone on Facebook, uh, Instagram. Someone replied to a thing and they're like, that's what I'm doing. I'm working on it. And I go, that's the problem. You're working on it. You're not practicing having it done. You're practicing working on it. That's the interesting thing because there's two kinds of things. You can practice getting ready or you can practice having. You can practice breaking the dishes or you can practice cleaning the dishes. You can practice slam dunks or you can practice dribbling. Most people will then say, but I'm working on it. I just got to do this bit before, then I can get to that bit and then I get to that bit and I get to get to that bit. I have discovered, and this is the interesting thing, I've discovered that it's not like that. It's the other way around. You shift your energy level. You shift your sense of identity to where you want it to be. And what I've found is the most thing is you can't find something you think is lost. So you bring yourself to assume that it's there, right? You bring yourself to assume that it's there. And when you're in that space, the ideas, the the inspired action takes place. It's the thoughts. It's the the, the, the random thought you have to go talk to that person. It's the inspired. It's That's where you learn the most lessons. Because when you're practicing not having, you learn more about not having than you do about having. Because that's the beautiful thing. I, I once spoke to someone who um, thought that it was their job to break down other people's walls. Because if they didn't break down other people's walls, why would they connect with me? Because everyone has walls. But then I asked this person, what would you do differently if you didn't have to break down people's walls. And this person then suddenly started talking so sweetly. They said, well, it would be really, I would just share things. I would just share things. Then that person said, I've never thought about it in this way. This is really different to what I've been thinking. And here's the thing. This is why I always think it's within everyone. Because I'm not telling you something that your mind cannot come up with. I'm not bringing you, like, I'm not, there, there's no, there's no alien talking to me saying, this is how dating goes. And then I'm being like, hey, everyone, this is how dating goes. You're like, oh, that sounds pretty good. The ideas that I share with you, if there is a part of you that agrees with it, it's because a part of you already knew it. Now that's my job to bring that out of you. Now, there is one more thing that I don't know if I'll cover in this podcast. Maybe I'll save it for next one. I'll make a note. Let's put it in bold in my notes. Capital uh, Shift B or whatever, Command B, if you're on a Mac. Anyway, the, the last thing is, if you really want to take your time seriously, you want to audition people. That's the very simple thing. What's a date? It's, it's a fun encounter. Some people think it's an adventure. Some people treat it like being taken out for dinner and getting free shit. And other people... The smarter people like to treat it like it's an audition. How do you know if someone's going to fit in your life? You might realize, oh, wait, they're auditioning. Oh, they're, they only, it's like you're, you're a car playwright you, and you're casting people in your play and you're going to have different people in your life, right? You're going to have the kind of people who are, all right, cool. This kind of person is, uh, they're only good for a short amount of time and that's okay. But then you have the kind of people who are like, okay, this is the kind of person I want for long term. They're going to be a major actor in my play. So the date in some ways, acts as a sort of audition. You have to recognize it as a sort of audition because then you protect yourself. You're not, 
It's like what what I find most people, when you don't look at it in, in an audition space, is it's like tennis. They, relationships are like tennis. You hit the ball to them, they hit the ball back. You hit the ball to them, they hit the ball back. That's a tennis. That's a tennis match. That's a relationship. Now, what some people do with dating is they hit all the balls they have at once. And the other person goes, oh my God, I've just been beaten up by balls. And it's overwhelming and it's a bit too much. Now, then there are other people who go, oh, but auditioning, that's like... Then there are other people who go, it's the other person's job to hit the ball to me. It's the other person's job to hit the ball to me. And that fucks you up even more because then you practice this high and mighty, I am superior, fuck everyone else attitude. And those are the people that I promptly remove myself from. If you're in my, if you're in my, uh, my, the art of dating and love for women, um, Facebook group, and you've discovered that you are no longer in that group, that's why. It's because you're the kind of person, and I'm saying this fucking seriously here, because some people don't recognize this and they need to recognize it. They go, being a high value person, or they listen to this advice, being a high value woman, it means people chase me. But doesn't mean you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> like, that's, that's the key here. Be a nice human being and they'll be nice and maybe we can be nice together. Isn't, wouldn't that be nice? And so I say this because on, on audition, if you treat it like it's a tennis match, it's sort of like hitting the ball just to see if they're going to hit the ball back. If they don't hit the ball back or they hit it too hard, hit it too soft, not in the same way that you would like, then you know it's not a great match. It's just as simple as that. It doesn't mean you have to be an asshole. It doesn't mean you have to be a jerk. It doesn't mean you have to push people around. Because you know me, I'm a person of love. I don't necessarily like to give out something else that is make people dump through hoops. And sometimes there are those, if you get hurt, you know, it's really worth recognizing and it's about building trust back, right? But at the very least, it's if it's like a tennis match, you want to hit them the ball. And if they hit it back, then you get to hit it back too. It's not about demanding. And then why... Why didn't he hit the tennis ball back? It's because he didn't hit it in the first place or he hit it too hard. That's where you can look at that side. Or he just didn't want what you want or you weren't, you were giving it too much too soon. So that was this podcast. I might talk about in the next podcast more about the auditioning process, which is about dating in general because I'm a dating coach. Up until this point, I've been, a, I'm enough coach for you motherfuckers. But you know, like, it's about time that you guys also figured out how the dating stuff works too. So that was this podcast. If you did like this podcast, make sure to leave a review and make sure that means everyone I know ever gets to know this podcast and all this kind of stuff. If you're, uh, look, because here's the thing, everything that I'm sharing with you, you can figure out by yourself and you can do it the long way. But if you want help, if you want support through it, you can audition to work with me. And you can do so at gethimhook.com. There will be a thing there. I'm making it more obvious now on the website. There's a big-ass picture of me that says Empower Your Love Life. Fucking click that link. Click it. And you can apply for a call. And in this call, what we're going to do is we're just going to have a discussion. I'm no longer doing the free coaching calls with people. Whoever missed out on that, you're done. Get the fuck out of here. But basically, now what it is, it's just a discussion. We're just going to be discussing you, discussing your love life. We're going to be talking about some ideas and what's the best action to take for you. If it's working with me, then it might be working with me. If it's not and you're completely fine, then that's completely fine. That's it. I'm auditioning you guys now. So 
get used to it. So thank you so much for listening to this. And also um, some other stuff as well that I should have said here, but I can't remember. So thank you so much and I'll talk to you soon. Goodbye.